Hey, what up, Matt? This is Yo, yo, yo. Yo, Matt, what up? What up? What up? What up, Matt? We miss you, bro. <laughs> yeah, we gonna do this. Sir. Let's go, let's go. I wanna do Elbows, elbows, and jumpers. Dennis Patel forgot the intro. He always forgets. He really does. He just wants to dive right in. Right into it. We have to introduce ourselves again for our new listeners. I mean, I was enjoying the track. Y'all said, let me go ahead and do the intro. So let me go ahead and do this properly. Go Welcome to uh, Elbows and Jumpers. Got Rudy over here as my co-partner right here. And then we got DJ Scratchy Scratch on the tables. What up? What up? This has uh, been a big week for the Rockets. We're going to jump right into it. A few topics, of course, you know. We got Westbrook, we got Wall, we got Boogie, we got Gerald Green. You know, we're going to have the season coming up pretty soon, and uh, there's a lot going on and a lot of unknowns. And I figured we all going to talk about it because, once again, the rest of the United States has something to say. So, Rudy, Definitely. how do you feel? How do you feel about Westbrook leaving? Um, you know, I'm, I kind of want to just say the last podcast we had was a good wrap-up of everything. And um, I think we can all move forward. So with the Westbrook, um, I like the move. I'm happy for Westbrook. I think he'll do really well um, in D.C. with Bill because he demands the ball and he's that alpha male. Um, so obviously it didn't work out with Harden. And uh, I like Wall being on our team now because um, honestly he has more skills. He can shoot the ball better. He can uh, – well – and more skills, I mean, he's a a better overall point guard. Would you agree? I think uh, we we don't know that answer yet. He hasn't played for two years, so it remains to be seen. From his past, what have you? Of course, seen? of what course. You seen. I'm saying this is not I'm a rookie curious. coming out. <laughs> I'm I'm curious. I, I I'm I'm very happy to have Wall here. Uh, going back to Westbrook, I think that um, we didn't see 100% Westbrook in the playoffs. And we had another season where we had our second in, in, in line injured for the, for the playoffs in that final game. And really, it really jeopardized our chances to get to the finals. So while I'm happy that Westbrook is gone after, you know, some tumultuous time, there's, there was too much noise going around him at that point. We needed to really move on. So I'm happy with that part. I did see uh, Harden practicing with Wall. So that was, a, that was already a good look to start off with, knowing that they had some chemistry coming into the regular season. So... I wish Westbrook the best. I think that he did give it his all. I think he put in a lot of work for us. And he did the best that he could, considering that he was getting over COVID. He had his injury going into the playoffs. And, you know, we really can't account for that. The decision-making, of course, was atrocious. <laughs> just saying that out. Just putting didn't that work out, there. out. Yeah, it just didn't work out, and I'm happy to move on. Obviously, every season, what I want to see is a team that's trying to progress, that's going to try to make the moves to get us to that chip, right? And that's, I think that our, that our new head GM is definitely uh, – Put us on that path. You see the moves that he's making. I mean, even Boogie coming off some um, some serious injuries through his career. If he can come in and play every other game, give us a solid twenty minutes, of maybe a ten and seven, a fifteen and seven, um, on 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 a few games throughout the year, I think that gives us those victories in the regular season to once again bring us to the playoffs for the tenth year in the row. Yeah, they're they're still young as fuck though. Yeah, they're I mean, still young. we have a we have good veteran players in Harden. Um, hopefully, it turns around this year. Um, we have uh, Woods. John Wall's a veteran. Um, hopefully, I mean, like Dennis said, uh, we don't know what he's going to be this year just because that was a serious injury. I'm excited for Wall. I'm excited for him. Yeah, he, see the... he looked good in, in these, uh, you know, uh, pickup pick games yeah. with Harden. And, uh, I was watching uh, the Auto Smoke podcast with John Wall. Um, and I sent it to y'all through text. Mm -hmm. And um, he was pretty much saying that he hasn't been himself before he got injured. He was unhappy. No, he, like he was injured, playing injured. Throughout so the whole not, time. Throughout yeah. the whole time. Uh -huh. So we haven't really seen a full hundred percent wall. So coming into the season, I'm, and I'm make excited. No mistake, make no mistake, DC is a weird city for any sports player to, to play in. I don't know if that's a city that's conducive to a winning environment. Hopefully that changes. You got a lot of other stars from other sports teams that, that maybe help that they'll help him elevate his game and his mentality and how and his approach to the game. 
So you're saying the city is not conducive to wall Washington, D.C. Exactly. Let's talk about Washington, D.C. right quick. Because, because. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I love because this. Because we have, I mean, we obviously don't like outsiders talking about Houston because they don't know what is going on in Houston. <laughs> but obviously you're an outsider in D.C. who knows about D.C. So if you can give I mean, that perspective. D.C. has got its own history. You've got the Redskins or the, the excuse me the national football team that plays in Washington, D.C. You have right. the, <laughs> and the, the Wizards, excuse me, I was about to say the, the former name of the Wizards. The Bullets, it's okay the to bullets. say the it's Bullets. It's okay to say the Bullets, yeah. It's, it's okay. They got too many issues there. There's that, that, the they have sports Jordan run, as the they, owner. Maybe, maybe they have a similar um, environment that we do in terms of the national media. People always got something to say. Right. And obviously we're demonstrating that here right now. <laughs> but um, it's hard to win in a city when you got the whole national media putting every negative aspect on your team and making that as it, and reporting it as if it's fact, which is, is exactly what's been happening. Even with all these trades that's been going on with our team, you look at how why is it that when CP3 was with us, he's injured, we get an exit out the playoffs and all of a sudden he's a savior of OKC. I see the first thing when player. Westbrook goes to DC. <laughs> no doubt, player. no doubt, he is a great player. Hold no, on, hold no. on. So, um, uh, let me let me finish. That let, let him finish, Rudy. Let him finish. And then and then you have Westbrook going to DC. All of a sudden, you hear stories about oh, Westbrook's going to rejuvenate his career, <laughs> as if they were not already here, showing us and proving to us what we could do. Again, when it comes to CP3, he went vegan. Who the hell would have known that he would have gone vegan and turned his whole physical uh, attributes to one eighty because he's in probably the best shape of his career. I, I feel like we're going to see something similar from Westbrook. That redemption story is going to be true for him. And um, uh, what I, what I want to see is a, uh, I got, I got to jump in. Go right ahead, yeah. Okay. Go Stephen ahead. A. <laughs> so this is um, a lot of, um, a lot of what you're saying. I've heard from other people and saying, you know, CP three, um, you know, he just had an awesome year uh, with OKC and it happened to be luck or whatever. No, no, but, not at all. No, okay, so that, that's no. Not he's what you're got saying. talent. Let's okay, so he's talented. He bet he made it work in OKC. It's triple for, doubles. Yeah, triple doubles. Triple doubles. Perennial. Season, um, Russell, Russell Westbrook was triple doubles. I mean, well, double doubles. Sorry, uh, averaging what these past three years before he got to the Rockets. We did not have that player in the on the Rockets. Yeah, he was a little hurt. Yeah. He was yeah. a little hurt. But do you, do you not have the patience to wait for him, or was it not just going to work at all? You know, all? we took a flyer on that. We, we traded away Capella. A whole lot of things happened for Westford to come here. I think what we did in that process, and again, going back to la our last episode, we talked about having to move on from the, all those decisions. And I think that uh, we, no matter what, we're in, the, we're in a better position right now, and I think that we, we are good with John Wall going forward, again, with Boogie going forward, with Chris Wood going forward. I think that um, we tried it out. We made the effort to go to the chip. Uh, we face a hell of a team in the Lakers. Make no mistake, but Anthony Davis and LeBron James, like you got to have a solid one-two punch. And we were hamstrung by having only one one fist. I mean, you saw what <laughs> we're gonna probably. Allude I mean, to but this. we handicapped ourselves. So I mean, we already touched on that. So I don't really yeah. want to go back to that topic. But we had Absolutely. handicapped ourselves. We gave away Capella and whatever. Exactly. So, but we're moving forward. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I like the team that we have now. So, let me ask we what have, you, what do you see with Wall that he's going to bring to the table? How do you see our game? If Wall is a good 85 to 90% of what he was, um, he's going to be the, I mean, honestly, he's a better version of, a younger version of Chris Paul, I would think. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Younger version of Chris Paul. I think we got more energy. I think we got a little bit more His, his hamstring's not going to blow up. No, yeah, his Achilles good. might, but his hamstring won't. I think he said he said it wasn't fully torn. Okay. So that's the good thing. About I think it. we get that mid range back. I think we definitely need that still. I think um, it was proven that we needed somebody that could hit that uh, elbow jumper. <laughs> and, yeah, and um, but I mean, we took away that from the whole team. So the mid range is just something we're gonna have to move forward with and see how we do with this team. We couldn't analyze it before because it was mm -hmm. taken away. So now I think, I think Harden has an unbelievable mid-range game yes. that was taken away from him. Uh, John Wall has a good uh, mid-range game. And then uh, Boogie can do work on the inside if he's, what, 70 to 80% of he, what he was. Um, th I, there's a lot of questions because we don't know what to expect from our, our two starters. I think for our first game, when we play OKC, it'll, it'll be great to see how Dort plays Harden and how Harden will respond to that. I think we're going to... 
it's a great starting game to see how we fit. And hopefully we start seeing where we may place it in the Western Conference in terms of what, what would our seeding be going into playoffs. Of course, it's a little early to figure those things out. But um, So do we need anything else on our team? <laughs> do we need anything else? We have, so we're assuming that our coach is good, right? We're assuming that. I mean, we've yes. never, we've yes, never seen him coach. I, but we're I, assuming that he's, he's a good, uh, solid, fundamental coach. He's not bringing in this small ball type of game anymore. He said he'll use it whenever it fits, but overall, he's not going to adopt that same strategy. Are you no, okay? No. Are you okay with abandoning that strategy? Because I know you love that strategy. I'm the small okay. ball. Yeah, I know Dennis yeah. loved the small ball. Small ball, man. Nope. I'm okay with James Harden leading leading our team. I in, think in as what long way? As you in have what a, way? I think that as long as you have a player of his talent level, um, I can't put a number on one through five, but he's a top five NBA player. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. About when you it. have that kind of talent. She's not in the playoffs. I'm asking you, how do you want him to lead this team? How do you want him to lead this team? What, mean, do you see, what do you see him doing this next season? One thing that you can that, that Harden brings to the table is that he has ultimate confidence in his abilities and his talents. Does he, though? Does he really have ultimate confidence hey, bro, in the playoffs? What, what was he? What for uh, 27 on, in a game? You need a dude that can take those shots. And as long as the, yeah, the first three quarters. Yeah, the, well, when you take, you know, 21, 22 seconds on the shot clock, you know, you that's can, gonna any, change. Any, okay, that's what I'm saying. What yeah. What's going to change this season? What it do you feel is going to change or should change? I mean, Silas was talking about a lot more motion, the ball moving mm, a lot more. Definitely need that. Yeah, the, we definitely the need that. The thing is, th those are the platitudes that we hear from every coach. We want to see the ball moving. You don't want to. You don't want to have a sticky ball. Even NBA talked about that, right? Um, I don't know about taking shots wow. early. He's made a turnaround. Wow, <laughs> you came fully around. I didn't expect that, but yes, Bro, you're yeah. going back I, to principles. The ball I, has I, to swing. I live it in does. the moment. I live in the moment. It, Tell it, me more about that living in the moment, because I want to understand that, because I see a big picture all the time. And when fans tell me, you know, oh, no, Harden's, you know, he was throwing, giving all these, you know, 50-point games, 60-point games, and I'm, I really don't understand that point of view, because, like I said before, any top or five or ten player in the NBA could, as long as you give them 50 shots a game, they're going to score fucking 50 points First a game. of all, he's the most efficient fucking scorer in Because the he has the ball in his hand all the fucking shots. time. But he does take 50 shots. Absolutely not. I'm he, exaggerating, he but yes, it. he takes all the you, shots. He does. His true per shooting percentage is the highest out of any. His chart is ridiculous. Because he dribbles for 20 seconds and shoots. See, this is where we get into the national media <laughs> conversation and, and somebody's personal feelings towards a player. What I'm saying it's is... It's not my personal feelings. It's I see it on tape. And that's why the ball didn't move last season. I mean, you have coaching keys, too. You got plays that are called. You got certain kind of... Uh, I, I, feel, I feel the energy in here. I need, <laughs> I need to... I need to turn it up real quick. <laughs> nice transition. Hey, we really got to fight if the song keeps going. I know, y'all. <laughs> I just need to The show is over. Nah, 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 the show is over. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I think... There's, again, so many unknowns regarding it. So I want you, all right, there are unknowns. Are you asking me what, what do I see from a, from a coaching standpoint? No, I'm just saying, be, how what, uh, okay, so you're, you acknowledge that ball, the ball has to move because they didn't move priorly because of the system we're playing, small ball. Well, it could have moved. It, it, was it, could, have, it could have moved. But I mean, it didn't but, move. But it didn't move because Harden controlled the ball. If it would have moved, it would have yeah, worked. No. It, it may have worked. So you tell me, okay, answer to me this. The ball didn't move previously, because why? I don't. I don't agree with your premise. I'm. I'm asking you a question. I'm not saying to agree or not. I didn't because, even give you okay, any premise. You know what? I guess. I guess I do. I do sort of agree with it because MDA in his last season said his whole position was that he wouldn't do the things that he was not allowed to do in with Phoenix, and he was given all the tools to live out his full vision and dream for how he wanted to run a team, and it was it was that nine seconds or less on steroids. Okay, so and what didn't he do didn't in move. Phoenix? He, di he didn't get the person. The ball moved really well in Phoenix. I remember Nash pick and roll with Amari Stoudemire. Raja was on the side. They'll dish out. The ball was still. Sean Marion will dish out. Damn. He had that ugly three. That, I mean, forgot it, about that. Yeah, they just didn't have the – they needed one more, like, super big man who can help them out when Shaq – well, nobody's going to – well, nobody's going to beat Tim Duncan or whoever else they were going to face, but – 
The ball moved. They were just too small. Yeah. What I'm saying is Phoenix Suns were nine seconds or less. MDA was trying to get it to probably shave another three seconds off that. Six seconds only, or less. Okay, so tell me what that, what that looks like. I mean, shit, we saw it in the playoffs. We, we come down, we get that quick shot. No, but it wasn't a quick shot. It was hard and dribbling the hell out the ball for 20, what, what 22 seconds? No, 23 seconds. You're passing it out to House or to P.J. Tucker for that last second. And, Harden was oh, getting that's not even a good shot. In the, in Obviously, he was not getting double teamed if he was dribbling for 23 seconds. You didn't watch, watch the same play. Well, no, I know what you're talking about. He's getting double teamed. But you know and how you can stop that? when he passed it off to Westbrook. What did, what did Westbrook do during the playoffs? He shot it over the backboard. <laughs> <laughs> and air balls. <laughs> exactly. I mean. But that's all due to momentum. If you don't pass the ball in the beginning, then that's going to kill your chemistry yeah. throughout the whole game. So Russell's going to be like, fuck, this is the only time I can get the ball. I better shoot that bitch over the backboard or try to, you know, break the glass. That yeah, that's true. You know. So me, you have to understand chemistry me, is a big point. Let me point. give you some names on our coaching staff. And um, you've got Jeff Hornacek. Yeah, good. Fucking, fucking weird, by the way. Hornacek is an offensive genius, bro, because he has no skills to be a professional basketball player. But he stayed on that Jazz team forever because he knew how to move with the ball and shoot whenever the ball arrived to him. He never dribbled. I've never seen him dribble because he can't dribble. He would got that ball ripped from him in like two to three seconds. And he would spot up with that stupid YMCA jump I, shot. I, I, yeah. I, really, I really don't believe that. Rudy's ever seen Jeff Hornacek actually play in a real Rockets game. Yes, because I got my heart broken. That's why I know this game. Because I got my heart broken (laughs) in the fucking playoffs when uh, Stockton put us away. I understand the game very well. And I know Hornacek understands the game. Are you talking about the He can't even cross over. He can't. Yeah, the Barkley years. But Hornacek can't even. Year. Oh, is it one? (laughs) Yes. Okay, well, it seemed like one too many. Well... (laughs) I mean, I, I, I didn't understand. I didn't understand your position on Jeff Hornacek. I didn't know. He's an offensive-minded, I wouldn't say genius, but he's offensive-minded. Because, well, it might be genius because he doesn't know how to cross over and he knew how to stay in the, as a starter for the Utah Jazz playing against Michael Jordan. I've, I've never heard of another Rockets fan giving props to anybody on the Utah Jazz or any. Understand that I'm coming from the Vernon Maxwell perspective. Yeah, Vernon Maxwell not, is the G. By the G. way, I have <laughs> not the said G. He's the G. I have never said I've not said anything good or bad about Jeff Hornacek yet. I just I'm just amazed at so how what's much. What's your position on Jeff Hornacek as a coach and as a player? As a player, I fucking hate him. Yes, of course. You're a Rockets fan. You would love to have him on your team, though. No, I would not. In no. the '90s, you would. As a coach, I'm intrigued. As a coach, I'm intrigued. Why are you intrigued? Because you you. He was that third option on the team. So that perspective in terms of those getting those um, role players to elevate their game to the position where they need to be, maybe he'll bring that perspective. And why did he do that? Because he was the third fiddle with the fucking... With no, the, but why was he the third fiddle? Because he had played with Carl Malone and John Stockton. Okay, so why did, why did it work with him? Is it, could it have been any player in there? Is that what you're saying? No, not at all. I mean, my one of my favorite players that is kind of similar to Jeff Hornacek was uh, Mahmoud Raouf, but... Let's not talk about the 90s playoffs. I'm not We're talking, talking about, about the coach I'm trying right to now. get to the principle. So this is what I what I mean when um when I get into hold debates up, with up. people. Yeah, we're going to have to wait for that. <laughs> when I get into debates with people, I want them to get all the way down to their principles. All the way down to the most fundamental principles so they can actually debate. If you're giving me fluff and all that, you're just giving me fluff. That's why I'm questioning you all the way down I to the court. I haven't had a chance to make a, make a statement regarding I mean, you're older than I am. You saw plenty of games from Hornacek. Yeah, and I just still fucking hated him as a player. That's so all you're I'm taking saying. it personal. No, but I'm saying it. <laughs> first of all, you haven't let me. I'm, at, I'm giving had, you the chance. He gave you the floor. Yeah, I gave you the floor to answer the question. He asked you to quit. Go ahead, Dennis. Go, 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 go. All I said is, he's a coach. Of the Rockets right now, he's a third. He's he was the third string on or third most important player on his team, um, and 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 I like the acquisition. I mean, he's a he's close to Hall of Fame, if not a Hall of Famer, and he's got an insight that we could probably use. Right, um, one of the ones that I'm actually really happy about that I wanted to move on from was uh, John Lucas. I think that's a that's a stellar. Uh, John Lucas has been with the organization off and on for like the, since my lifetime, <laughs> since yes. my lifetime, and I don't. I, I think he knows how to um, cultivate a culture and how to make people feel happy and you know work on their strengths and be that father that even though you fuck up, you know I'm still here for you. 
So that's why, like, he, I, think, I think that's, what, I think it's more of a James Harden, like, nurturing type of component. I agree with that. And I think Jeff Hornacek is that too, as well. I think he's more old school and more hard minded, where he will tell you straight up, you're fucking up. Absolutely. I don't, I don't think he's going to have any, um, the thing is, like, we can't even compare. It's really apples and oranges because last season to this season, it's just so different where we can't even relate anything. It's a different team. Absolutely. The only component that stays the same is James Harden, and we talked about him over and over and over again. Yeah. So I expect James Harden to, you know, be that MVP this year in the playoffs too, though. Yeah, same. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 we're doing this because of the national media and how and, – and, their perspective on the Rockets and how they uh, how they want to put us in a certain light. Him becoming MVP, I don't even know if that's a possibility with with the way the commentary goes about our team. No, I, I feel like it could. I mean, the thing is, I feel very positive. Let me ask you a question then. Sure. What do you? Where do you see us? And this is just totally hypothetical. You don't have to. I'm not going to hold you to it. Where do you see us finishing in the uh, regular season? What what seed would you think we'll be at? I see us. Uh, hold on, Lakers first. Um, who could be number two? Clippers. What about Warriors? Oh no, Clippers. they're they're Clippers. Clippers. Clippers had a lot of uh changes this yeah, year. But yeah, they, they Clippers, lost their center. But there's gonna be a more of a regular normal season. Yeah. So Clippers next. Wait, wait. Can I give you the Clippers roster? I mean, you can't find it. So and they then, got Batum. They got Beverly. They got uh. They still have Paul George somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Serge Ibaka. Ibaka. Ooh, that was a good one. Yeah, I that was mean, a good pickup. Kawhi Leonard is still coming back. Yeah. I don't know. They, it's more they, normalized. They gotta, it's more normalized this season. So I'm not giving any of these It should pieces. be interesting. Yeah, you're right. With Tyronn Lewis as the as head coach, they're, they're going to be up. I think they're going to be fighting with us specifically. Yeah, it's going to be like, look, okay, so the Rockets are going to be around three. Three, they could push to two. Okay. And then That'll four, be nice. Yeah, and I'll then be four will be, will be the Warriors. And then five and on, I really don't care about. But I think we're going to be the most solid we have been. Unless the egos just take over, unless Harden pouts makes Boogie pout, man, and then everything Ooh, just gets destroyed. That's the worst that can happen. That's that's the worst. Yeah. But it could happen. It could happen. But we don't it, want that it won't happen if the ball moves. And, Har- and look, Har- Harden would be happy if the ball moves. It makes his job less difficult. I He's mean, a lefty. He can just spot up and shoot. He can because he did he that can, with OKC. Yeah, and he can walk up. Look, this is the thing about a lefty. When you walk up past half court, you don't have to create your shot because you can shoot. You can shoot. He only has to work on his range because it's a little more difficult for the way we set up because I'm a lefty as well. The way we set up. He just had to put that out Yeah, there. I do because I can shoot. <laughs> I can shoot. I understand it. You, you can look at Harden and his technique. Let me. So let when me. he's a little beyond three feet or four feet uh, beyond the arc, you can see his form changes a little. Because he's trying to get more strength from his arm instead of his legs, so this is why it's so easy for Hart, um, for Lillard and Stephen Curry to shoot because they use their legs instead of their arms to build that momentum. So if Harden can learn, to, and it's difficult for a lefty to learn that, but if he can learn how to use more of his legs three feet and beyond, oh, he can walk in really smoothly with that three point shot. It'll be deadly. Well, we stopped at three and we talked about the Clippers and Lakers. I just want to bring up some of the bubble stars. Um, you got the Utah Jazz, you got the Denver Nuggets, you got the Dallas Mavericks, you got the Trailblazers. Who's finishing eight? The Suns. The Suns. With Chris Paul. With Chris Paul, yeah. Easily. I can see that happening. Oh, did you mention Dallas? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah, the Suns are going to... So who's... So you had... um, I could tell you weren't even listening to me because you jumped up to a different topic. No, he's he's still going. He's still going with the same... uh, No, I'm just saying, like, we've discussed... I mean... You've got Steph Curry coming back this year. Clay's yeah. obviously out for the year. I'm curious as to what the Warriors are gonna, where the Warriors are gonna be. Um, you potentially have if 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 the Suns and the Warriors make the playoffs, you've got two teams that made the playoffs last year that aren't gonna be in there this year. Who's that? We don't know. That's that's the question because you're saying the Warriors. The Spurs probably won't make it this year. Nah, they're. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who they have. The Spurs didn't make it last year. Is where's DeRozan going? Do we know? Let's take a look. I have no idea. I feel like he's going. He's gonna be on a different team. Yeah, I think uh, you know with the shortened season, we're gonna see a lot of changes. He I might think. do well with Brooklyn, actually. DeRozan, but he—I mean, he—he's he, not a—he's not a super <laughs> talented player. I don't even know. But that. he Wait, does. I don't even know. Does that even make trade sense? Like, you're gonna do what? Is Pop gonna take Kyrie? 
No, I think Pop will take like Levert and a couple first round picks, and he could probably work with that. Yeah, he could work with that. I could see because Pop knows it's Mm -hmm. pretty much done. Like right now, nobody's coming to San Antonio. No big stars coming to San Antonio. Shout out Nina Rosa, (laughs) our Frenchie. (laughs) She wants some attention, but nobody's coming to San Antonio right now. Nah. And um, as long as Pop keeps staying there, they'll be competitive. It'll be like a cool, you know. I got a division yeah, two yeah. team to watch. I mean, <laughs> the bottom, the bottom half of the Western Conference, basically. Yeah, but they'll be good. It's just they don't have that star. Yeah. They can take them over. They'll, they'll surprise you a few nights out of the year. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, Denver was a was a big highlight. I mean, we saw a coming out party for Jamal Murray. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Joker, of course. Um, Dallas Mavericks. I mean, I think they've improved this year. Um, I don't think it's going to. Don't, I don't think three is an easy thing to say. I mean, I say that as a big fan, of course. But I don't know if three is going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. It's just all about chemistry. Yeah. Okay, so look. But but talent for talent, I think um, we we do put – I mean, our one-two punch, you got Kawhi, PG. You got LeBron, AD. You got uh, McCollum and uh, Lillard. You got Harden and Wall, right? And um, Murray and Jokic. You got uh, – who else we got? We got Utah's uh, Donovan Mitchell. A deep West, that's what you got. But you know what? Uh, welcome – John Wall. Yeah. It, we got to bring him like that. Oh, yeah. We got to introduce he, he's him coming to the H. Yeah. 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 Elbows and Jumpers, episode two. And we back. Kind of wanted to talk about Chris Wood a little bit. Chris Wood? Yeah. Yeah, man. He's looking I mean, really nice. Like, um, he definitely has the potential to be the type of player you can build around in case Harden and everything goes to shit, <laughs> you know? Um, the only thing he he has, he has that type of Kevin Durant game without the exact shot. He can shoot, but if he can work on making his shot uh, a little quicker in his release, then he can be like a m- damn near up there with KD. He is interesting. I mean, 6'10", 215 pounds. <laughs> Definitely, he got that. He, he can move, he's and he's, yeah, he's, he's high, and he's young, you know. So, um, I like That's a good pickup. I like a great, pickup. a great pickup. Yeah, and then we got a first round pick in return with that too, as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, if all goes to shit, we have some hope. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And then we're gonna get assets. For, we're gonna get I assets think, for Harden. If if Harden, look, this is the thing. If Harden comes into season like me and Matt said, fat and doesn't give a shit and just <laughs> and just like is like whatever. It has you know, not happened to this no, point. It's not happened. I'm telling you the what ifs. And he's like, man, I want to go to fucking Golden State or Brooklyn Nets or I want to go to fucking Los Angeles Lakers, you know, and cheat and win the championship. Then <laughs> <laughs> we have some hope and saying, hey, we got Woods and we got first round picks and I'm sure we'll get something decent in return for Harden. This is this is a different Rudy that I'm hearing. Um, no, because we have to move forward. We beat was, a dead horse in talking about what Harden did wrong or no, what Maury no, did wrong. Saying, I don't even care this, about that anymore. This Rudy, yeah, that's, that's the pass. Already, that's the pass. That's this done. Rudy does not sound like championship or bust. It sounds it sounds like an unknown now. Okay. You know, because we, we don't know what the chemistry is going to look like. And there's a lot of egos. John Wall has an ego. Harden has an ego. Boogie has an ego. And we're going to see how the coach... I think handles that. How there's he, a difference between maturity and ego. I feel uh, John uh, Wall is matured. Yeah, he's, I, he's I matured. feel like he's matured. He's gonna get on hard and hard. Yeah, but Bo- Harden, him and Boogie's gonna get on hard ass. Yeah, but then Harden will pile and be like, "I want to fucking well, trade." Bye. <laughs> and we could work around Christian Wood and I mean, John Wall. That's what Motivation was telling me about. Yeah. Shout out Motivation. Shout out DJ Motivation. I don't think that um you. Could, I mean, we got his his one of his. Best friends on the team again. You got John Wall, who who he was already practicing with. In terms of making Harden happy, Harden's gonna be in Houston. He's opening up a restaurant on Washington Ave. You got that don't mean nothing, bro. I think he's committed to the city. <laughs> like Jonathan said, he's too quiet to dress. So <laughs> that that's where the emotions and feelings don't factor into what's happening on the court. We're talking about a business decision. I think for him, for his career, for his he so people his, can't diversify. Absolutely. Okay, then the, the, he has no attachment to Houston. Just because you open a business here doesn't mean yes, you want to help the community, or whatever. It's, it's part but of your if brand. But if you if you leave, it's fine. People own Starbucks and <laughs> Little Caesars and whatever without people knowing. His so. restaurant is literally called Thirteen. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> it's the old uh, Mr. People's. Yeah, is it? That's where mm-hmm. it's gonna be at. 
across the street from the Christian tailgates. I mean, you know, hey, look, Harden, I've man. <laughs> and we come through just, you know, we gonna might pop some bottles or whatever. You know, you know what? I'm so, hap- I'm so happy Post we have uh, Mr. Post H-Town COVID. back. Who's that? Oh, Gerald yeah. Green. Gerald Green. Man. Ooh. Yeah, hopefully we, uh, he um, he's fully healed. And I want to see Gerald Green smash on somebody because he, he's been reluctant. Because I know he can jump. But go do it, man. He's due up for one. Yeah, you're due up for a few. I mean, he does it for the city. I think he's exactly. So go smash on him for the city. Like, I mean, it'll be a highlight in Houston forever. I don't recall <laughs> being disappointed in Gerald Green with his uh, previous stint. He was just injured last season, so he didn't. He wasn't signed for that. Year, I just need Gerald Green to work on his handles and create his own shot without ha- being rushed. I think we're gonna be. Don't rush into your shot, Green. Man, like I you think- can hoop. You can hoop. Don't rush. You know, just quick crossover. If uh, that frees you up, shoot up the mid-range. If it doesn't free you up, keep driving and dish or drive and smash. That's think, pretty much it. I think we're going to see um, some really good ball movement. I think um, with the kind of players that we have coming into, into the season with a lot more athletic ability from the, from the role player standpoint, right? Um, P.J. Tucker's coming back. I think you've got somebody that's fine with being anchored down. If Chris Wood's going to be the center and – He'll be okay with either going to that mid range or to that or to or to the corners, and you're going to see a lot more spacing that's going to allow that ball to flow fluidly. And with Silas coming up with some probably some new school coaching strategies, I think. Um, I mean, I'm I'm excited for the season. I think. Um, I think we're all excited because we don't know what to expect. Absolutely, I think. So, how many games do you give us before we know uh, this is going up or this is going down? I say ten. I say fifteen. Fifteen is a good number. Fifteen. What you think? I actually give us the full season. Why do you say that? This is the type of answer he would say. <laughs> he would say, "I that. give us the full season," and then like, no. because you got injuries, you got constantly changing. Everybody has injuries, but you can see within the first fifteen games that okay, what the we have a chance. Exactly, we have a chance. If we, you not can the be whole the, season. Come on, you can be the six seed <laughs> and still fuck? make it to the championship. No, yes, you get you can be the six seed and make it to the championship, but you need okay. I'll give you two two weeks after the All-Star break. I mean, yeah, of course. You, you don't know how the roster is going to change. There's too many variables. You're going to have 10-day contracts. I'm saying what we have now. You can't really just say, oh, well, we're going to make this big what, trade or what, this am could I gonna, happen. Am I going to give up on the team after 10 games into the season? No, I'm not no, saying that. Not I'm just saying end the podcast have, we that know what – I'm just saying have a fucking a, a real solidified opinion that you can stand on, not something that's just movable. Oh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait till the whole season. And then I'll tell you. No, no. What the what? fuck? What, am I going to stop watching games halfway through the season? No, I'm saying, saying make a decision. How many games is it going to take you? It's predictions right now. Yeah, like, it's predictions. Stand on your prediction. What is my prediction? If we make it to the You play- say the whole season. I'm, I'm, the saying whole I'm, season. Gonna, I'm, I'm saying we're going to make We all the- know the whole season. <laughs> Bro, we, we're going to make the playoffs according to Rudy, number three seed, right? Uh, uh, so, okay, okay. okay look, I'm not look. holding it to you. I'm not holding you to it. Yeah, don't hold it to me. But, but I'm saying look, we're going to make okay, it to look, the look, playoffs. Look, okay, if we start out, so you said 15 games, right? If we start out 13 and 2, then yes, we'll, we'll uh, be number two. Number two and number three. If we start out five and ten, uh, it's, it's gonna be a little tough. But it depends how we play. It, it really depends. It, it depends on the chemistry. Yeah. If exactly. the ball is not moving and we're five and ten, then now we're fucked. If the ball is moving and we're five and ten, I can be yeah. fine because it's just chemistry that needs time to mm-hmm. develop. Um, but other than that, I mean, it can go both ways, bro. It can re- be really, really yeah. bad, or I it can mean, be really good. We played the Kings. In the first, in the within the the first in the within the first five games, we play them on New Year's Eve and January second. So we should be uh, thirteen <laughs> and two. <laughs> but hold up, and then we got uh, the Lakers damn near back to back on January tenth and twelfth. But then we come back and get the Spurs back to back, and then I mean we've got we got a schedule that's interesting to say the least. You got let me just tell you our schedule so you can kind of like count it off in your head. Yeah, let, let us know. first fifteen games. We got Oklahoma. That's a win. We got the Blazers. Uh, we, we don't have to call it the game. That's games. a lot. No, I'm going to call it. Loss. Blazers are lost. I love so how Rudy. Rudy I don't know. It's, it's, Rudy it's just likes to cut for Damian Lillard, so we're going to give him that. Because he's a good it's, player. It's going to be close. <laughs> then we got the Nuggets. Uh, no, no, no. Excuse, my bad, my bad. The Warriors, the Warriors. Oh, no, it is the Nuggets. It's the Nuggets. Nuggets lost. We're one and two now. How are we losing to the, to the Nuggets? Because we don't have chemistry yet. They have chemistry. Yeah, they do have chemistry. Okay. Okay. Good answer. Kings twice. Uh, okay, now we're three and two. So we're gonna 
Keep going. Hold up. We're, beat so, the Kings twice. Yeah, we beat the Kings twice. So we that's beat five games. Twice. So three and two. Yes. Okay. Mavericks. Uh, close. It's one. close. It's a close one, and I'm gonna say we're three and three. It's now. a tie. We're th- <laughs> we're three and three now. Because hey. you know why? Uh, Luca just does something amazing, and it's, yeah, and yeah, he's gonna break our hearts. Yeah, he's gonna break our hearts. So okay. we're three and three now. Pacers. Four and three. Magic. Five and, five three. and three. Lakers. Five and four. Lakers. Five and five. Spurs. No, uh, six. Six and five. No, six and five there. Yeah. Spurs again. Seven and five. Bulls. Eight and five. Suns. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll pull that one off. Nine and five. Pistons. Ten and five. We're ten and five. Ten and five. Ten and five. How do you feel? That's we good. should be ten and five. <laughs> we should be ten and five. <laughs> I, I, I like I like where we're going with this. I like where we're going with this. That's a cool. Fifteen games. And you know what? I like that the the most competitive teams. You know, y'all y'all gave us the L's on that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we so got to be realistic. If we, if we take no, no, absolutely. If we take any one of those, and let's say we're eleven and four and twelve and three, how do you feel about the season? I'm not saying we're gonna you know start out the gate. If we're ten and five, then that means we can do really well. Okay. Well, we'll end up in that top five for sure. This will be the first season I've watched in a while. Yeah, the whole season. The whole season, because I don't know what to predict. Last, what, Last three, season, four we knew seasons? What was gonna happen. We knew, yeah, we're going to go off in the regular season, and come playoff time. We're going to lose because we don't make adjustments. So this is the thing. Like, okay, with the hardened believers, I'll give you all this. He was playing in a fucked up system. So I can't tell if his leadership was good or not. That's true. I can't tell whether this last season, you know, I'll give you all that. This season, Dennis, you, have, happy right now. you have, <laughs> he's, he's smiling. You have no excuse, <laughs> no excuse at all, because Harden was doing what his coach told him to do, what the GM and coach understood to do, and it didn't work, because Harden was the Superman of the NBA, according to the head coach and Daryl Morey. But we're past that. We are very much past yeah, that. Yeah, we, we, our wounds are healed. And we're on to new days. This level but, of optimism, it, it, my heart is filled with <laughs> happiness. Nina Rosen. <laughs> but look, man, we're, we're, it's the unknown. And I think a good uh, measurement is 15 <laughs> games. If we don't do 10 and 5 after 15 games. Man, then, then we're in trouble. We're in trouble. I mean, even 9 and 6. I'll give nine and six. Nine and six is fine. Yeah. I'll even give eight. Uh, what, eight and nah. seven. I'll even give eight and seven, because the, you know it takes my chemistry. Heart is heavy with happiness because this is pure optimism that I'm hearing from y'all, and I feel like that's a great way to go into the season. Um, I don't know if uh, I don't know if there's much left to say on that topic. We I had think. our reasons yeah. in the past. No and doubt, I, no doubt. But you know what? Going into 2021, coming out this pandemic, coming out the bubble, I think. Uh, we're feeling pretty good. Yeah, we are. I like that. I like that. So what song do you want for um, hmm. some optimism? No, UGK, some G shit. <laughs> yeah, right, you know. We got to educate Boogie and, and Wall. Absolutely. That's, that's that swag we're going to bring to the whole country. Just another young player having things. Yes, sir. Man. It's really going down in the goddamn side. Young thugs popping pussy with them goals in their mouth. That's right. Elbows and jumpers. Episode two. So I guess uh, we're feeling good about the rocket season. Um, talking about the the new jerseys. Oh yeah, the Oilers. <laughs> and I like that you dropped that song because it don't get any more realer than the baby blue with the with Pimp C on on the yeah with Pimp mic. C. So we like I said, we have to educate Wall and Boogie. I mean, Boogie already knows the culture because I've seen him before game day. Yeah, he's been here. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, being in the scene. Not doing anything bad, but just being in the scene. He knows what he's about. So, exactly. Um, I yeah. guess, uh, you know, unfortunately, I'm I'm much too mature and grown to be wearing a, a basketball jersey. Nah, I can, nah, see, just, I can see you in the Oilers. You, nah, <laughs> you know what this is worried about? 
Because OGs can't wear jerseys, those old throwback yeah. jerseys, because they just look like they're living in the past. <laughs> yeah, it, it's time for us. And hey, but scratch, do, scratch, you got to buy that jersey and mm, just rock it, you know? I do want to see my youngins out there rocking them shits, because uh, having that big H-town Not on only the that, but but you have to <laughs> you have to think about the people in Houston. They're, they've been rocking that shit. They still rock that they shit. Rock the <laughs> I don't rock it personally, yeah. because, I mean, I love Houston, but you're just not going to see me in a gas station or the church. <laughs> <laughs> Saying seven one three H town hold it down, <laughs> but I think it might be our time to rock that baby blue. You know? actually, yeah. that's actually what I'm happy about. We had we had the navy blue. I mean the 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 mustard and ketchup was uh trying to make a little comeback. I'm I'm glad that we have a little bit more variety as a city to to represent our city. Um, no, you want to talk about uh about boxing a little bit? Yeah, we can talk about boxing. Obviously, we have the big fight tonight. Um, yeah, with Earl Spence and um, Danny Garcia, but we got to show love to Mike Tyson and uh, oh, Roy man. Jones for what they did because um, that was pretty phenomenal, man. Bro. To be in your 50s, to well, Tyson lost 100 pounds. It's inspiring. What kind of shit? It is. Yeah, it's like, inspiring. He will, uh, I like uh, Candlestick, DJ Candlestick. Shout out Candlestick. His uh, his tweet where it was like, <laughs> we've, uh, we, um, we can see that, uh, both Tyson and Jones are old as fuck, but they still beat all of our asses. Yes, and that's I very saw that. True. Bro, that is true. I saw, I saw Tyson hit that punch to, uh, to Jones' ribs in the side. My whole shit would have broke down. Man. My Ooh. whole body would have collapsed off that one punch alone and then they took got, it. Then yeah. they got the old man strength. Yeah, <laughs> they got that old man strength. I don't They care. can break freaking locks, Ooh. those master locks with their just hands. I don't care how much Jones was hugging on um, Tyson. He needed to do that. Oh, yeah. He needed to do that. The stamina. And uh, mm-hmm. I forgot who mentioned it, but some commentary mentioned it that I think it was Stephen. I'm not going to even mention the name, um, but it was like Stephen A or something like that, um, where it seemed like Tyson and Jones agreed to not hit each other in the face. Um, because if Mike Tyson would have came out with one hook to Roy, his. Freaking Man. jaw would you know have They were gentlemen. They were gentlemen. Yeah, they were gentlemen about it. They were just going to the hey. body, and, and it was a good boxing, show. Though. That's it was boxing. a good show. It that's, was. It was a great show. That, that is, I mean, you had Mayweather, you had Pacquiao, you had these these guys are going as technicians, and coming off a fight where there was not a single technical thing going on with the Nate Robinson fight against. Uh, Jake Paul, that was oh, great man, to see. Was, as a, I don't even want to talk about that because that's oh, so the sad. The only thing that needs to be said is you can't play boxing. You really like can't. That's true. And it's, you really can't. You cannot play boxing. And one thing that I love about it, though, is that it elevated a sport that needs to be elevated. Boxing is something that's in us. It, like Tyson said, you got you got to dig deep within you to, to bring that raw emotion out to get to that point. The real ones know. Like, if you grew up watching boxing in the 90s, like, you can defend yourself. <laughs> you know how to keep your hands up. You know, you can't go into the punch without protecting yourself. And it, like you said, it's technical as well. People used to rent out a hotel because they didn't have HBO at home. And they wouldn't even be able to keep the room for the whole night because the whole match would be over in one minute. Yeah. That kind of shit was, was great. That Living in that kind of moment. And I felt all those feelings of seeing Tyson do his thing once again. And, um... I don't know, man. It's, it's great to see, and I hope that it inspires some of these young boxers to go out there and see that this is a, a career that can have some longevity to it and to approach it in that same way that those guys did. Yeah, man. It's it's definitely something special to see. Uh, and I like um, Tyson's uh, closing remarks. Uh, who was uh, the commentator interviewing him? Uh, Costas? Was it Costas? Uh, I'm not sure. No, it was Gray. Yeah, yeah Jim, Jim Gray. Gray. Jim Gray. Um, he was asking him, you know, are you going to get your license back and do that? And he's like, man, I don't care about licenses. He's like, we're doing this for charity. That's you know, that we're getting this and that gave him all the power in the world. He's like, I don't care what you think. You know, I'm going to do this for the betterment of, of people and who I care about. So for him to, you know, for, I mean, for you to have that motivation for you to get back in shape, you know, and to uh, put on a show just to help other people, I think that's. That's what success is, you know, for anybody. Man, it felt like he did a service to us, for all of us that have been following him for so long. And I'm so appreciative as a fan. I really yeah. am to, to Tyson and Roy Jones. Um, oh, I need I, one last thing on, on the box, and then we can probably move on from there. Okay, but. Shout out Snoop. Shout out oh, Snoop. That, that was my next point. <laughs> oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> that was my one last thing. Snoop Go Dogg ahead. needs to be commentating on whatever he needs to be, on anything that I'm watching. You know, Snoop is starting his own boxing league. 
What? Yeah, he's ah, doing man, shout that. Out so, yeah, shout out for him doing. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I don't know the name of it, but I know I, I'm guessing it's where celebrities and other ex professional boxers are going to be uh, doing their thing. So look out for that and uh, shout out Snoop the OG and uh, maintaining that longevity and realness and genius. Yes, sir. Hey. Elbows and jumpers. This is episode two. So we're gonna talk about Earl Spence a little bit, Rudy. Yeah, we're gonna talk about the put us on game. The new, well, the uh, up and coming tonight boxing match between Earl Spence Jr. and Danny Garcia. So my perspective is, I'm scared. I'm scared. Scared. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking a little bit. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm really frightened for Earl Spence, not because I'm questioning his talent. Because I'm questioning how healthy his he is after that. Man, that was a major accident that he went through. His Ferrari flipped. He got ejected. If you look at his face right now, it does, it looks swollen. fragile. It looks fragile still. It's not swollen, but you can tell the way he talks and his eye movements. Like, and then, hit like if you get hit Ooh. right, your jaw is going to shatter, bro. So I feel like he's... How is this a fight then? He's not 100%. I don't feel like he's 100%. I feel... I hope he surprises me. And he comes out swinging and can go out all 12 rounds. But I'm really scared for him. I, I feel like he should have took a tune-up fight. Um, That's after, true. After that, that car accident. Because it was serious. I can see if you get in a fender bender. It was. It was serious. If you get in a fender bender and boom, like you break a finger or something like that, it's cool. But, bro, you had some trauma to your head. You know, and that's, I mean, although it wasn't any brain injuries like that, it's still, like, serious. So, let me ask you a question. Who sure. should Danny Garcia should be fighting? Tonight? He should be fighting Errol Spence, but Errol <laughs> Spence is not the one right now. You know, so, that's later on. Yeah, so, like, Danny Garcia, I'm interested in seeing how he comes out because he always, not always, but his criticism is that he starts out a little, um, not timid, but a little slow. Like, he... uh he tries to do that studying of the of the fighter, and he loses the first few rounds. Mm -hmm. But he's not talented enough, like Mayweather or, or whatever back. such, to come back, you know, with some decisive rounds. Um, and that's why it always goes to like the twelfth round, and he ends up losing against the Sean Porters. Um, who else did he lose to that was similar? Um, I can't recall. Sean Porter. No, I think uh, you're doing a great job of uh, setting up the the fight for us tonight because. Um that I mean, it lets us know what to look for in the early rounds. See how he's going to come out, if, whether he's going to attack, whether he's going to watch what's going to happen. And then Earl Spence, of course. Let's see how he if he, he gonna, shows up. Yeah, let's see. How, like I'm, I'm really scared. Like intuitively, like innately, like I feel like or Earl Spence is going to get hurt. Or is this a um, a points match? Nah, man. It's Earl Spence can do a points match. He did that with Sean Porter. Okay. Uh, well, he he went all the way to distance and. Uh, Maybe he, that's why he rocked the him in the twelfth round, but it's like, man, it's just it's the strength from a professional boxer who can hit you with precision, like precision if the, if, and power. If Garcia gets the right angle, that's all it takes. It's all it takes, and then bow, you're out. And okay. that's what I'm thinking. He's rushing into this fight. He needed a tune-up fight. Um, I don't know what, how long ago did that accident happen? Like just under a year ago. It's not. It hasn't it's been that soon. long. Like it takes sometimes a year and a half to make a nah, fight. Sometimes it makes two years. That how long do we wait for the but Mayweather you know and Pacquiao fight? Forever, and it was beyond its years when it happened. And usually they fight what twice some twice a year or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah, but I think after an accident like that, you you have somebody mentally that's probably saying, "I need to." They got a motivation to come back and prove themselves to themselves to know that they're still a human. That they're not. They're that that whatever they're looking at in that mirror. Isn't I get real. I give all the props to Earl Spence for not taking the tune-up fight, but I think it's the smarter decision to do. Hope when he thinking has some of, good doctors. Yeah, <laughs> when thinking about your career, <laughs> when thinking about your career, Mayweather took how many tune-up fights? <laughs> that's true. Before he fought a real superstar, like because like, he didn't want to get his ass whooped, and like that's uh, you got to yeah. think about boxing as a business too. Yeah. You know, we all love the Tysons and. Um, you know, when De La Hoya was fighting and all those type of fighters because they took on the best fighter at their time. They didn't back away. Mayweather did not take the best fighters when he was fighting. You know? Disagree. Why do you disagree? He took on the best fighters, but after they were in their prime. I think. I mean, Mayweather was to me was a boxer's boxer. He's a boxer. He's 
And like he's an expert. I'm not. I'm not saying Mayweather is. He's the best boxer like ever because he's so intelligent. He exactly. knows the oh, game. Man, he's a beast. He knows the game, but he knew when he could get his ass whooped, and that's why he didn't take the fight. He's the San Antonio the Spurs of boxing. Whooped. Yeah, he's the San Antonio Spurs of boxing because he. Yeah, sure. that's a that's perfect um, simile or metaphor. Um, but yeah, man, it's where Earl Spence. I just hope um, he doesn't get hurt. Because I want to see him continue fighting because he's a great boxer. Um, and he proved that. Like the Sean, I keep saying Sean Porter because that was a really good fight where Sean Porter was trying to take it to him. And he didn't, he still like, he outboxed him. And eventually he stayed true to his foundation and knocked him down. So it was, it was really good to see. Um, Danny Garcia, much props to you. Um, if you win, you win, bro. Because Earl Spence, um, he has no excuse. He on his own wanted to take this fight. Yeah, we'll and if see. you win, you're the champion, bro. So, so much guess, props to you. I guess one last topic before we end. This is Saturday night, so we're going to watch Fight Night tomorrow. Uh, fight tonight, Night tonight. Tonight? tonight. tonight. My tonight. bad, tonight. Yeah. And um, I'm thinking about tomorrow because we may be in for another great performance from Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> what are we, four and seven? Yes, we are. But uh, We might. We bro, might. We, we might. We, we might, might come make, back. That's what I'm saying. We might come oh, back. Oh, no, but Fuller's out. Uh, still, you got you got a talent out there that's able to do what they came to do and is not hamstrung by... Who's our leading receiver now? Cobb? I mean, Deshaun might just pass it to Deshaun. <laughs> <laughs> might as well. I don't think we have a... Nah, I, don't, I don't think I we have a... Actually, that was, the, that was a my only point, that we should be watching the Texans just for Deshaun Watson because he is doing it, and he's doing it big, and we got to respect that. That's Shout all. out, uh, was it OG Danny Ocean for doing that... Uh, Oh yeah, that Nike commercial uh, with Deshaun Watson. There you go for yes, uh, Thanksgiving. Shout out OG Danny. Ocean. I saw that today. Hey yeah, man, we, OG, bro. we gotta uh, we gotta have you on one of these next upcoming shows. Oh, yeah, um, we definitely do. Yeah, because uh, him yeah. candlestick motivation. All of them, because I so, know they have a lot to say, and uh, they're we're gonna have a lot of news coming up with the Rockets um, as their season starts. So. And we all, I mean, it's its going to be exciting. Like I said, it national is. media has been having their own comments about us. It's up to us to, you know, refute that or co-sign and we'll see. So uh, one, I guess, closing little comment. Or uh, are you going to be real with the Rockets this year or are you just going to be a Houston fan and support everything uh, that they do? It's okay next year. <laughs> yeah. Or you just tell us so we can, so I can just better prepare myself into the conversations that we're going to enter. And be like, okay, Dennis is on this stance. And I'm not going to change his opinion. My stance is that James Harden is a phenomenal talent and that he can definitely lead us to a championship. Okay. I agree with James Harden is a phenomenal talent and that he has no excuses this year. No excuses. So are we good? We're good. We're good. Elbows and jumpers. Episode two. We out. Peace. Will you say? Yeah.